Hey there, welcome to Cancel This. I'm your host, Angelo Sidoro, and today we're going to be covering a controversial topic. I know, it's very surprising. Um, we're going to be talking about Sir John A. Macdonald, who is the first Prime Minister of Canada. And I know you're probably already falling asleep, but actually this is an interesting topic. This guy is immensely controversial for whatever reason right now, even though he is essentially the founder of this country. Um, you have one side that is tearing down statues of him, that is changing the names of schools and monuments. Um, and in one case, they even decapitated a statue of him in Montreal, which I think is a little much. And then you have another side which is saying, look, um, yes, he may have had issues in terms of how he viewed Aboriginal people um, or Asian people who came to work on the railway, but history is history. So with that said, we're going to be talking to Aaron Gunn, who's a political commentator and is someone who I know of as really being focused on Canadian history, particularly Sir John A. Macdonald. He knows his stuff. Uh, he reads all the biographies on this stuff, and he's covered the topic a lot, more than I have. And it's something that is seemingly kind of alien to me, maybe because I'm, I'm an immigrant and I come from an immigrant family, but I don't quite see uh, what the controversy is. So I'm looking to learn a little bit more, and Aaron is the guy to do it. So please have a listen. All right, Aaron Gunn, thank you for being on. You are a political commentator that has really been at the forefront of this issue for a while now. Uh, I am somewhat ignorant to the issue, and I know that you've been an activist for a while. You've been involved with uh, a lot of news items that are related to Sir John A. Macdonald. So I wanted to get your take on this, and I wanted to hear your side on this. So as you know, um, a Nova Scotia school is changing its name because they deemed that Sir John A. Macdonald is inappropriate. And that is just one of many situations where... You know, you've had statues taken down. You've even had statues decapitated. So what is going on here? Why is Sir Johnny McDonald controversial? Well, to answer that question, I think the real, um, the real question to be asking is why is he being targeted by a, a, a small fringe group kind of on, on the radical left? And the reason why that is, is he more than any other person by quite a long shot is really symbolic of the creation of Canada. So if you believe the creation of Canada was bad, if you believe the creation of Canada was the result of, of you know, evil colonialistic policies um, and you wanna tear that system down, then he is the perfect person to target. So that is the main, uh, main reason they're targeting him. We can get to the details of the, the reasons why they say they're choosing Johnny McDonald but none of them hold up to any serious uh, scrutiny. If you actually look at the people behind it, these are the, these are the real reasons why uh, he's the focus of so much attention. So when did this start? I mean, my earliest recollection of any controversy was probably like, gosh, 2015, 2016, when I remember Victoria, the city of Victoria took down a statue of him. Was that really the beginning of the whole cancel Sir John movement? Yes, although if you want to look at the beginning of the movement uh, at a higher level, you actually have to go back to the United States. So there was the whole kind of tear down Confederate monuments, uh, which began. And like so much that happens on the uh, on the radical left here in Canada, its origins come from the United States. And really, it's basically a lazy crossover attempt at, at replicating what, what they were doing that down there and bringing up 
bring it up into Canada without regard for any historical context or our national context or the origin of, the, of this country. But yeah, the as it pertains to Johnny specifically, the first big action was here in Victoria in the summer of 2018, uh, when the Victoria City Council out of nowhere uh, basically announced that they were going to tear down the statue outside of uh, City Hall. And it seems like that has since evolved to a point where, like I said, now they're renaming the school. But, you know, a couple months ago, we had a situation in Montreal where a statue of Sir Johnny Macdonald was decapitated, which is very sort of uh, Iraqi in, in its sort of manner, like to, to just topple a statue without even going through the proper means. It seems so intense and radical that it's kind of like confusing to me as an immigrant, like someone coming from an immigrant family. I feel like I would wager most immigrants don't understand what the controversy is about. It seems like all these people who really want the statues gone happen to be like white, upper class college academics. Does that sort of ring true to you? Yeah, and, and then they, they uh, brainwash a, a subset of uh, people below them. Um, well, the big problem here, and I made this point in one of my posts, that the it's bad enough that they're renaming the school and they're tearing down the statues. But what's really maybe less justifiable is the media coverage of this happening. The media coverage of this has been abysmal. It's been full of lies. It's been full of misinformation. It's been uh, repetition of disinformation that's being presented about Sir John A. Macdonald and his legacy. And it's really a it's really a stain on our uh, national media about how they've covered the story about really Canada's most prominent political figure. I mean, if you're a journalist and you want to cover Canadian politics and history, you should know what you're talking about. And yet they just parrot these lies over and over again. And there's a broad swath of, of the Canadian pu uh, public, or at least a sizable minority who um, believe these, these lies because they, what, what alternative would they know? They haven't been told anything else. Uh, the schools aren't much better. So that's kind of the situation we find ourselves in today. So what I've been trying to do is, is trying to bring the actual facts uh, to light here, although it really is uh, our national media that's, that's put us in the situation that we're in today. Well, okay, so you talk about the lies, and, and here's what I know of Sir John A. McDonald. Here's what, what they're saying. Let's play devil's advocate for a second, if you'll indulge me. Um, Individuals, activists argue that this is, uh, he is our first prime minister, but at the same time, he's an individual who oppressed Aboriginal people, oppressed um, Asian people who crossed to, to work on the railroad, and he had all these backwards beliefs in residential schools. What is, what is the argument that you would implement there to justify, you know, keeping a statue of someone up who an Aboriginal person may feel like, you know what, this guy like oppressed my grandparents and so on. So during his time in the late 1800s, Johnny McDonald, by all accounts, was considered a progressive and a moderate, uh, especially when it came to issues on uh, such as race, which is why this is uh, really such an incredible accusation an incredulous accusation against him. So he actually uh, pushed for uh, Indigenous voting rights he passed a bill that was that was later watered down by some members of his own party at, that granted voting rights to uh, Indigenous Canadians. And then that was later repealed 
by the Liberals who came in, and then Indigenous Canadians didn't actually get the right to vote till John Diefenbaker uh, became Prime Minister in, in the late 50s. So that's how ahead of his time he was. He was not oppressing anybody. He, um, for sure, the railway, which was essential to the country being built, was not, uh, by today's standards, built using the, you know, the best workplace uh, safety uh, protocols and things like that. And for sure, he had to make some tough decisions. But remember, Canada as a country at this point barely even existed. The United States wanted to annex the West. They were um, looking, there was basically nobody living between uh, uh, Ontario and uh, the coastal, uh, the coastal regions of British Columbia. There was just a vast uh, empty space um, uh, with, with the exception of, uh, of some Indigenous Canadians. And uh, he did what it took to basically build this country. The residential schools is the number, is probably the most uh, often repeated lie. He was not the architect of residential schools. They existed long before he was prime minister. They existed in other countries. They existed in other regions. Uh, residential schools were not mandatory under John A. Macdonald. So there was no, there was no taking away of indigenous children. Um, there was, uh, at the time, by the way, residential schools were seen as a progressive policy. They were basically trying to bring education to these very uh, remote reserves. Obviously, they failed spectacularly in, in carrying, carrying that out. Although it's also important to note that it wasn't the government even running these schools. The, these were being run by churches. So the level of misinformation out there and the, and the, um, the suggestion that, that somehow Johnny McDonald committed uh, genocide uh, is, is insane and is, is patently defamatory. Yeah, well, I mean, it certainly is the case that, that history is brutal. And I think a lot of people who have sort of a utopian mindset of humanity forget that not that long ago we were warring tribes that that did some pretty bad stuff i mean you mentioned the railroad um the railroad across canada you're right it, it was a race to the coast right america was um the u.s was in an expansionist sort of mode and it was a means to create a nation but there was a lot of uh really horrible tragic um outcomes from that and certainly you know residential schools are not a good thing. I mean, I think history is pretty clear that there was a lot of abuse there. Um, but it's interesting, you know, I, I, it's interesting that they're choosing Sir Johnny McDonald. I heard a, a good argument from someone, um, and that someone's actually Aaron O'Toole, who said, well, why do we allow anything with Pierre Trudeau? Pierre Trudeau actually apparently opened residential schools. Um, so... Yeah, or or Wilfrid Laurier, or you know any of the prime ministers that uh, I mean, Wilfrid Laurier took, and the liberals that came in after Johnny Macdonald uh, took away the right to vote to Indigenous Canadians uh, that Johnny Macdonald had passed, and yet his name literally in Montreal, downtown Montreal, where that statue was decapitated, right across the street is a statue of Sir, Sir Wilfrid Laurier, who was a, who was a great prime minister as well, and his statue was left completely untouched. And that gets back to the point where is, uh, John A is a symbol of Canada. He's a symbol of confederation. And um, that's why he's being targeted. He's the one that brought this country together. And uh, if you believe this country being brought together from a bunch of uh, disparate provinces was a, was a bad thing and was built on stolen land, as they would say, then uh, he's your number one target. And that's the actual reason, not any of his... Uh, his policies, which in the context of his time, there was nothing as it pertains to indigenous policy, 
there was nothing that stood out about it. And other than the fact that it was, it was uh, more conciliatory. If you look to the, the really the only uh, uh, main comparable at the time, which was the United States, who did wipe out uh, portions of their indigenous populations. So there is a direct comparable there. And, and what we did for the most part was trying to work with these groups um, and, 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 try to, and, and try to bring them into our system. Yeah, you know, as far as the cancel culture aspect of it goes, it's really interesting, again, as someone who's an immigrant, to look at the way Westerners are, and particularly Canadians. Um, like, look, I'm Greek, right? And Alexander the Great is hailed as one of the greatest heroes of Greece. There's statues of him, the whole deal. But everyone is acutely aware that even though there are statues of a military leader, that military leader, no doubt, you know, raped and pillaged his way across uh, Microasia and the Middle East. Uh, it, it seems to be a wholly different mentality where we are applying progressive utopian ideas of the 21st century to individuals who did not have the tools or the mindset to follow those ideas uh, during their time. And I think the best way to go about this is, is like you said, where, well, who was the most progressive at that time? And it is seemingly true, like you're saying, that Sir Johnny MacDonald at that time was the most progressive. So it's sort of like, you know, you're making uh, perfect the enemy of the good. And, and it's just, it's a very strange situation. Again, as someone who's a foreigner, you mentioned in the beginning that this is a, a part of a larger movement, that this is an anti-colonial sort of movement. What is the ethos behind that movement? In, 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 what, in what context? Well, so you're saying that people who want to take Sir Johnny MacDonald um, off the Canadian sort of patriot uh, image or, or convention are part of a larger movement that don't believe in Canada, that don't believe Canada should exist. Where does that come from exactly? What is that? Well, I think it comes from a variety, like so much on the left, I think there's a variety of kind of influencing factors. Uh, I mean, first of all, the, the left is, is, is moving very quickly towards kind of a post-nation state uh, outlook uh, on the world and how the world should operate. So that fits in nicely with with, with uh, tearing down Johnny McDonald, being that he's basically the 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 founder of our nation state. Uh, the second point I would say was an obsession with with the quote unquote evils of colonialism, um, and kind of the, the 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 way the left tends to see everything through a power dynamic between haves and have-nots, and that everything in society and the outcomes in society are the result of that of that power dynamic. So. They look at the comparably um, uh, less well-off situation of many Canada's Indigenous communities and, and infer that that must be the result of, of a power dynamic that John A. Macdonald basically initiated and, then, and, they, and colonialism in general and all that kind of stuff. So they put that on him. So I, th so I think that's, that's kind of where it's coming from. And, he, and he's a, a useful uh, a symbol to target um, due to those reasons. And do you feel like, would you agree that there are issues in Aboriginal communities today? Do you agree that, I mean, look, clean drinking water is an issue. Missing Indigenous women is an issue. There are clearly issues that need to be addressed in the Aboriginal community. You would agree with that? 
There are massive, I mean, there's massive issues. I think that's apparent to everybody. Uh, honestly, one of the big issues is that you can't have an open and honest conversation about any of, any of these topics uh, because you'll be accused of being uh, a racist almost immediately. But the truth is obviously the, the, the efforts of the last uh, 20 years or 40 years or 60 years have, have not proved uh, effective at all. And throwing more money at the problem hasn't proved effective at all. And there's some deep, uh, structural uh, uh, challenges. And, and that does go back. I mean, the policies of the Canadian government in the 1800s and, and the 1900s uh, was not uh, successful by, by any stretch of the imagination. You look back at it, it was clearly the wrong policy. But I mean, that's that's one policy. And that's a policy that was being carried out, carried out everywhere else around the world in different uh, sets of circumstances. So that doesn't mean we should tear down uh, the statues of everybody who was who was around at, at that point in time. It means we learn from our mistakes, and we and we move forward. I mean, Johnny McDonald um, was by no means a, a perfect or flawless individual. In fact, um, if you read about his history, what's kind of uh, revealing about him is that that's why people really liked him. Is is like many Canadian politicians, he was he was he was a very regular. He was an immigrant from Scotland, uh, middle class, didn't come from anything, worked his way up and became the prime minister and, and founder of a, of a G7 country, which is truly an incredible story and, and uniquely Canadian. Um, and he wasn't obviously without his flaws, but uh, so is everybody. So that's, uh, that's kind of where, where I come down on this. But um, for sure, the, the, the origins the origins of this whole thing come, comes with a left obsession with uh, kind of deconstructing the nation state uh, with colonialism and kind of that, that perpetual analysis of, of power dynamics in society. So where do you see this all going? Like these schools are changing their names. It's very quickly becoming part of the new zeitgeist that this guy is not acceptable. He's verboten um, to society. Um, the statues are being covered up. Is this battle lost? Do you feel like is this is this something that is over now and and they're just going to keep going to another statue or is there still hope for you know your 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 Johnny McDonald sort of uh, average statue? No, I think there's. Uh, I definitely think there's still hope. I always say wherever there's truth, there's hope. So the fact is, is that look, you want to, you know, everyone can go buy this book and read it on it, like, and read it on Amazon. You can buy Johnny McDonald's biography. Like the facts aren't going to change. The facts are there, and, um, and you know, people like me are going to continue to try to get information out uh, to Canadians. And I think if you look at the polling, the broad, broad cross section of the Canadian public believes these statues should stay and that we should uh, view events through history. And that's even after being given all of these false facts um, by, by the media who are just par parroting activist groups. So um, I, I do think that there's hope, but I think it will require political leadership. I think it will require um, people standing up to these groups and to the, and to the media personalities that, that parrot them. And, um, but, but I do think there's hope because I think at the end of the day, uh, at the end of the day, when you boil it down, the people that are tearing down John A. McDonald are doing so because they don't like our country. They don't think it exists. And they believe the creation of Canada was a travesty that made the world worse off. And I think the vast majority of Canadians 
would disagree very strongly with that. I think they love Canada. I think they think Canada uh, is a great country. They think Canada's history, while not perfect, uh, is by far a force of good and a force for positivity in the world and a beacon of hope that people from around the world have come to and, and improved their lives and the lives of their families. And at the end of the day, if you look at the origin of that, it comes with it comes from a man named Johnny McDonald, who was who was a middle class, maybe lower middle class Scottish immigrant, who who came to Canada as a boy, and uh, worked his way up to become the most important political figure in one of the most important countries in the world. So I think that is a great story. I think that's a story worth telling uh, ourselves. And um, I think at the end of the day, it's a story that the Canadians should and can be proud of. And you are definitely telling that story. You have a really massive following, especially on Facebook. Um, is that where people could find you and where, what are your links? I'll give you a plug. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can go to AaronGun.ca if you want the one-stop shop to, to find all the social links. Uh, but you can go right to Facebook. That's normally where I am at uh, Facebook.com slash AaronGun.ca or just, just search in the little search bar, uh, Aaron Gun. And you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram uh, the same way and YouTube as well. So um i really appreciate you you having me on and and always uh, always happy to get the truth out and like i said this book by uh, richard gwynn it's a two-part uh two-part johnny mcdonald uh biography it's a really good read and um lays a lot of these kind of factual inaccuracies uh, to rest awesome stuff aaron thank you so much for coming on thank you for having me all right, so that was Aaron Gunn. He's a political commentator in Canada. Please consider following him at aarongunn.ca. Let me know what you thought about the conversation. I think I, I really learned a lot, and I hope you did too. If you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please consider following us. If you're watching this on YouTube, please like, share, share this with your friends. Maybe they can learn something too. And let me know what your thoughts are. And remember to subscribe. I'll see you guys next week with our next guest. Thank you.